Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Last time on Lakeshore and Limbo. Come, come down into the vault. Miss Brentwood, if you'll just wait here. As, no, as we please, go down, I, need... I kind of give the nod to Sassy over to... I'm going to approach yeah. Miss Brentwood. Cool. Yeah. And I kind of just like show her my burglary kit. I have one of my keys. There's just another lock on the box. Come on, let's go. And she grabs your hand. She practically pulls you down. What's the hurry? There's a contract and I need to just check and see if there is a loophole. Something happened with the transaction and I need to see if, if there are any loopholes that let me out of it. I just figured it out. And now... The sun sets over the second city. Graves yawn and shadows stretch as the night comes awake. And you're on a strange corner of Chicago where mysteries gather. At Lakeshore and Limbo. No, you didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, crap. Yeah, no, no, I don't as know a, this. As nope. a matter of fact, Vince and Abe are walking down a flight of stairs that actually go past the vault, down deeper and deeper. In fact, you seem to be going down below where the sewers of Chicago would be, and the walls have stopped being done with drywall and plaster. It's just rough earth now, and eventually it becomes stone. And now you guys are in a cool, wet, cave down below the bank and you follow uh the bank manager into this giant room with nothing but a big pile of gold and various pieces of treasure sticking out of it and he sits comfortably on the pile of gold and goes so let's talk business absolutely i understand from mutual sources that you are the man to go to if i wanted a financial windfall ah well i do take care of money, that's true, but surely someone as uh, unique as yourself is looking for a more unique transaction. Absolutely. I... But as you understand, I have to sometimes purchase my mis- my artifacts that I'd like to store here. It'd be nice if I had an infinite amount of money. Well, if you have things you want to store here, I suppose I could arrange any number of loans, but uh, I, he licks his lips I'd love to see the sort of things you'd like for me to safe keep. It is what I do. And he gestures to the piles. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, but uh, the clientele you work with, I'm not too impressed with. That woman up there did not this be, seem to be much of a person in the form of the arts. No, no, she's not. She's not. But she does have a fake contract. And so it is a magical item. And I guard these things. I understand. I just don't know if I went riffraff here, which is well, hers, is kept, hers is kept in the main vault. It wouldn't be down in my personal hoard. I understand. So is it 
and once again, you don't need to tell me anything about that, just to make sure that this of uh, the utmost quality. I imagine this is not some minor scheme of a contract. It is something at least... Oh, the Fae are always scheming. It's always duplicitous. Abe is going to pull a sassy and kind of like look around at oh, yeah. the horde and see if he can if he sees anything that like piques his interest. Yeah, there's an obsidian uh, mortar and pestle. There are scales that hang in the air above the gold without any sort of fulcrum in the middle, and they seem perfectly balanced. There are ritual daggers sticking out. There are pieces of armor. There is a a box made of wood with a key sticking out of it. <laughs> All sorts of things. Cool. Uh, he's got his eye on the obsidian mortar and pestle. All right, fantastic. We'll cut over to uh, Sassy again, and you are in the vault with Tamara, and she has her key in the lock, and you have your lock picks in the lock. So, well, I, I'm going to take a look at her key first mm-hmm. so that I can see where to push down yeah, absolutely. in the lock, and then we're both going to do it together. All right, on the count of three. One, two, three. There we go. And there's a satisfying click and the front of the lockbox slides over, swings down, and she pulls out the box and frantically pulls out a contract and just starts scanning it. She goes down to the floor and just like flattens it out, running her I'm eyes. Gonna over try it. to read it over her. Yeah, shoulder. Actually, you do it pretty effectively. Um, let's see here. He already knows. Can I? Can I off mic? Yes. Uh, actually, no. Go ahead and on mic guess. Are you sure? Yeah, this he is going to be your clue I'm not going to get it. So. Yeah. All right, just for just for fun. I'm sorry, this is unfair. And I, no, but, no, please. But, but we're about to solve it. Please, please. It's a Rumpelstiltskin, ain't it? It's a Rumpelstiltskin. Oh. <laughs> it's a, she promised her firstborn child for infinite wealth, and so why she, are there two? Because she didn't want. She was trying not to have a firstborn child, so she wouldn't have to pay. The Fae came to abduct her firstborn child as a part of the agreement, and we said something interrupted it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All it's right. A yes. <laughs> so you find this contract stating that there will be a lifetime of wealth. So parsing all the legal terms and ignoring the fact that it's written on leaf-like parchment with berry-like ink. It smells uh, like swamp. And it does smell like damp leaves. Uh, <laughs> you find a contract saying that there will be a lifetime of infinite wealth for the price of one firstborn to be replaced in the mortal world by one fairy infant. However, there is a clause that states that all contracts signed by the party of the second part will be void upon the vocalizing of his true name in his hearing. However, as you scan down the contract, you notice the name of the party of the second part swims and moves around so it cannot be read. And as she's reading this, she doesn't, you see that she doesn't find anything she's looking for. She doesn't find the loophole she's after. And she crumples it up and she dissolves into tears. Hey, uh, um, I, think, I think we're going to help you. How can anybody help me? You don't even know what's going on. I don't know. You just kind of had that contract open. Real talk. I read the crap out of it. And, no. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> you won't believe how much I read that. <laughs> I just, I, I, it looks like you're in a real, I don't know, maybe you would call it like a Rumpelstiltskin situation. <laughs> a what? <laughs> Never mind. Have you heard that story? You no. haven't heard that story? If you can guess their name, then... I have already keep... looked at that contract. I don't know this guy's name. Hmm. Do you do you have any information about this person? <sighs> Look, I work with people who solve these cases. So really, yeah. And for a fee, oh, whatever God. this is worth to you, of course, uh, we could help out. I I don't know if the contract is voided. I don't know how much money I'm going to have, but I'm willing to try. All right. 
Well, yeah, it's obviously we can talk about that after. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, all I remember is that it was around the time the housing crisis, it was sometime around 2008, I had invested in this building. Um, it was supposed to be the tallest building in all of America, and it was going to be here in Chicago. But now there's just a big pit where it was going to be. And I, I was at the edge of the pit, and I don't know, I don't know what I was thinking. This guy came out. He had a beard. Uh, it was he had red hair uh, and a beard. It was all curly, and he just sort of walked out of the pit. It kind of seemed like. And I remember I told him what I was thinking, and he offered me a deal, and I, it just seemed like a good idea at the time. And I thought this is stupid; it's never going to work. But the next day, there was so much. There was so much money in my bank accounts. There's so much, and. Then I realized what I had promised him, and I just decided I'd never have kids. But then I did, and I don't. Uh, and she starts crying again. Oh, I'm gonna um, try to pet her behind, like scratch behind her ears to calm her down. <laughs> it kind of works. <laughs> oh my! Um, anything else about this person with red hair? No. I, have you ever seen them again, no, or anyone that you think might be related? But any suspicious yeah, people? I got a card. I got a card a few days back before the birth, and it it was on the same kind of paper, this weird leaf paper. It told me the exact time that I would start giving birth, and I did. I did. I started giving birth exactly then, and this woman showed up, and she she helped she helped deliver the baby. It was so fast, but then I knew what it meant, and I just didn't care. I just checked out, and I just wanted to go home because I knew. I, but then I got the call from the hospital this morning saying that something something had happened. There were two kids and that then they, both kids were missing. And I thought maybe there was some sort of loophole if you accidentally – I didn't get the – you know, I didn't get the second baby, the replacement. And so I thought maybe that meant I the contract was void, but there's nothing in here. And I've lost my kid and I haven't even got the replacement to trick my husband. Hey, let's, let's, let's take this. Let's go out there. I'm just a cat. A cool cat, and I, <laughs> I, I think my friends will be able. They're they're smarter than me. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Speaking of which, we cut back to them and. <laughs> <laughs> so shiny, no. Uh, uh, yes, all right. Well, this is just. There's a. I have a couple of banks making this option. It's nice to see your facilities. Uh, relative glamours. The amount you have here. Not excited about normal folk keeping contracts here. Well, like I said, it's it's up in the it's up in the regular vault, and you know if you want glamours. And he sort of gestures at himself. Mm, very very amusing. Well, I just realized I'm doing my uh, Vincent voice, and I was doing this voice pretending to be Edward Kelly. So let's say I've been doing this the whole time, <laughs> and I think we've seen all we need to see. Isn't that correct? Actually, I wouldn't mind uh, appraising a few of these items that are down here, if you wouldn't mind letting me appraise maybe even just one. Oh, by all means, feel free. What would you like to see? Uh, I would like, and if there's anything in the vicinity of the mortar and pestle, mm -hmm. I would like to point to that. Yeah, there's a, a fountain pen uh, that is kind of twitching as though it wants to write by itself. I do find this uh, fairly interesting, and I go over and uh, pick up the fountain pen okay. and want to start looking at it. Uh -huh. I'm less interested in the fountain pen and more interested in seeing if I can somehow, like, fumble the fountain pen and then 
put a uh, put the mortar and pestle in like one of my pockets. Interesting. Sweet sassy All right. moves. Very sassy move. <laughs> I want you to roll with a negative one on that. Sure. Because you have old man hands. <laughs> and I can't help you. I have no idea what you're doing. Nope. <laughs> I was really hoping you'd be like, well, that's all we need to see. Bye. <laughs> um, actually, can I spend one... Uh, one point to manipulate the stone so that it goes kind of over the stone. Yeah, because we're in like a cave. Uh huh. So if I can manipulate the stone to like kind of go over to almost like shield That's... a little bit, so that it, so that basically it would like give a point. It would. I would basically lift up the stone so that uh, inconspicuously it... lift the stone up. Well, oh, God. <laughs> okay. calm down. I got so excited. Uh, <laughs> um, no, like, like basically just like. I'm thinking my hands are very sweaty because they always are, but (laughs) uh, like lifting my, like basically placing my hand on the stone. And then as I lift up, some of the stone comes up with it. Okay. Basically like just give it a little ledge so that can't see as much of what I'm doing. All right. I don't know if that's going to be an advantage though, because that is fairly visible. Then I'll just, then I'll just try and pocket it. All right. Go for it. Oh my God. He's going to get us arrested in this bank. (laughs) (laughs) What are they? They're going to arrest us because I'm trying to steal a magical item. (laughs) Super powerful magic. They're going to get fight. That is a yes, but. Okay. No, it isn't. That's a five. That's a two. two. Yeah, no. You have to take the lower of the two. Oh, I have to take the neg. No, but. That's a no, no but. but. But, yes. Excuse me. Maybe a no, but he didn't notice. I couldn't get it in my pocket, but That's he didn't notice. Not <laughs> <what> <laughs> <happens>. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Are you trying to steal from my hoard? What? And he rips his pocket watch off, and as he does, long talons begin to extend from his hand. His suit seems to melt away, and he seems to quadruple in size until standing in front of you is a long red dragon with its mouth full of fire and he's glaring down at the two of you. I would prefer to be dealing with more trustworthy people at my bank, Mr. Kelly. And he snaps at Abe. Fine. We'll leave. And if you have any anger, take it out on Edward Kelly. (laughs) 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 We'll say that that's the butt. (laughs) As we're leaving, don't try and steal it again. I swear to God. As we're leaving, no, no. <laughs> I want to like palm the orangutan palm, the <laughs> orangutan hand, and uh-huh. say, "I wish that that obsidian uh, mortar and pestle were in my pocket." Your wish for the obsidian mortar <laughs> and pestle to be in your pocket <laughs> will be completed. We're leaving. We're on the way. <laughs> and he looks, the dragon looks around, and he starts chasing run, you down run, the hall. Run, run. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Both of you make ro- make rolls. Abe, you have to make yours at yeah, a disadvantage. Vince, you can make yours at normal. Oh, <laughs> so uh, yeah. Okay. Ugh, <laughs> uh, that's three. a no. Oh, God. Abe, you trip and fall. Vince, you also trip and fall. The dragon is on top of you, and he breathes a huge jet of fire. What are you going to do? Spend two to uh, to basically uh, uh, spend two to elemental body and have my body become stone. Oh, what about Vince? Can you get over me? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Okay, can do that. go ahead do that. All right, the jet of fire just pancakes out on Abe's rock back, and the dragon uh, is sucking in another gust of air as 
uh, you feel your back just like bake like brick, but you're alive and Vince, you're fine except part of your suit is burning. Oh. You guys- <laughs> <laughs> A fate worse this than is death. your fault. <laughs> Abe! Do I have the mortar and pestle in my pocket? <laughs> no, you didn't get the mortar and pestle. It just yells it, it, your it, wish. It just yells. Oh yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I forgot. Yeah, yeah. Well, do you have the mortar and pestle in your pocket? No. <laughs> <laughs> it's a clear lie. <laughs> it's like a, he's lying. You can like like I'm telling you right now. You can 100% tell that I'm <laughs> <Thank> lying. Does <you. laughs> so that mean I know it works? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, the monkey paw. Yeah. I wish the dragon was the size of a mouse. <laughs> Your wish to have the dragon be the size of a mouse is completed. And as that happens, the room just sort of go- goes as the dragon just shrinks down to the size of a mouse and it runs up and is trying to gnaw on the leather of your shoe. Aww. I step on it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're in a pretty delicate magical financial situation here. <laughs> Losing this person as, as a figurehead would cause a lot of chaos. I'm too big to fail! <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, but yes. Once He's again. dragon, Edward Kelly. Yes, and if this dragon hates Edward Kelly, so be it. Now help me change out of this disguise I'm wearing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. We, we run Over out. Their yeah. bases. Yeah. <laughs> all right, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, you guys all regroup in the lobby with Tamara. I have, yeah, Tamara. Yeah. Uh, and Vince is still a little bit on fire. Abe, uh, do you want... I- I have a stone body, but as I, I I have a feeling like as soon as I see people, uh, I drop it. You do, but not quickly enough for you to not like leave huge dents in the marble floor. You like should sugar. go outside. Yeah. I think we should leave the establishment. Yep, we should go. Edward <laughs> Kelly, let's get that disguise off of you. Uh, so <laughs> you can see uh, as you guys are leaving, security guards are swarming in on Purvis and Wade. Uh, yep. <laughs> but you guys make it out the front door. Tamara is like, are these your friends? What is happening? Let's get in a cab. Let's get in a cab right now. <laughs> hey, you guys need my cab again? Oh, yeah, Jesus thank Christ. Thank you for waiting. Hey, I didn't have anything going on. I just love Let's reading about the, the Mets. We Let's can... get back to the detective's office. Yes. The and... Mets were in Chicago. Nope. Just love reading about them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> All right. Cubs or socks? Pick a side. Nope. <laughs> Mets. I'm a pure-blooded messed, messed fan. Mess fan, yeah, huh? Fan. I have a speech impediment where oh, sometimes I say yeses. I didn't mean to call it out. Yeah, well... I'm not embarrassed about it. Anyway, here's your soft sis. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. I think we have something that Tamara might want to see. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you walk into the office and Reverend Hope Springs is standing there. Uh, she is feeding one of the babies from a bottle. And Tamara looks flabbergasted. She said, there are two of them. What? Crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> so we, under the impression that, oh, do, did I get the whole story in the cab. Reverend, we yeah, should yes. get you out of here. All right. <laughs> oh, all right. I this guess. This is my sister I spoke of. Ted Talk now. Out we go. Oh, all right, Vince. Well, uh, I guess we'll be watching Platoon tomorrow night. <laughs> yep. Platoon. Thank you. We're going down the AFI list. Let's get. <laughs> we, watched, we watched all the other, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Raging Bull. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, stagecoach. Yes, classic watching of a gentleman detective and a female reverend <laughs> watching through the hard R of the seventies and eighties. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'll see you later. Not stagecoach, but anyway, let's go. Um, 
did did I, did I get the full story in the cab or yeah, you, or I can or, tell you now. Yeah, yeah. So just so we don't have to go through that whole rigmarole again. Yeah, yeah you guys, mm-hmm. so you got the whole story. You know, it's a Rumpelstiltskin. Oh, a Rumpelstiltskin tell... <laughs> situation. Well, do you tell Sassy about your dragon encounter? Oh yes, uh, there's a small dragon who may figure out we slighted them, but may not. You tried to steal. Why? I tried. How terrible. Yes. Why would you ever do that? Why That's... can't you be more like Sassy, <laughs> upright you. and moral? I would. Uh, that's just. I. I don't think I can look at you the same. I anymore. open up an additional can of tuna. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a <Yeah>. good girl. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Sweet. I did. I had. I had an interest in. No, no. That. But just as we go forward, it's important that we communicate with each other. Yes. Uh, on these schemes, sure. uh, <laughs> but uh, but you did save in your rock form from the fire. So let's say no harm, no foul. Sure. Cool. All right. Uh, Tamara is looking back and forth at the kids and goes, I only had one. What is this? Well, one of these babies is not a real baby. Actually, oh, it's my... a fairy baby, right? I guess so. Mm. Oh, my God. They left the fairy baby but didn't take mine? What does this mean? I'm afraid it might have been interrupted in some way, shape, or form. But I also think that means they're going to come back tonight at midnight to complete the transaction. That's right. But will they know? Will they just be able to tell I where the baby is? I imagine that they'd be able to tell. I don't know if it... I don't know if they can, actually. I'm, uh, fairies are a little bit out of my purview. Um, I would assume that they would come back and try and well, take the regular baby. Yeah. Uh, the question is, can they tell which one is the regular baby? Oh, I'm sure, yeah. Okay. So then, Fairies we... should know how to tell fairies. Well, here's what interests me. If we can figure out the name of the person you made the contract with. There's no chance. I've been thinking about it and trying. I've looked up all the fairy names I could think of. But you didn't find... Rumpelstiltskin? Like what when you were Googling that? around? Okay, nothing. <laughs> Outside the fiction, is that story not in purview or is she just very not She aware? just, <laughs> she just <laughs> happens to have never found it. not see this coming. <laughs> Great. All right, okay. Try saying that name. Have you tried? Rumpelstiltskin? Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, no. <laughs> <laughs> how many, okay. How many, well. guess, does, is it, how many guesses you get? You just have to say it at any point? I guess you just say it at any point. It says as long as he hears it Sorry. in the contract. Hmm. Interesting. I have a theory. Oh? Of what the name might be. Really? What would it be? Are you going to make us Brent wait? Brent Braun? Hmm. Brent Braun. It's very stupid. But once again, no. can you... Brent Wood. Going by the way in which you met this person. Uh-huh. Oh, and the red hair. <laughs> red hair and out of a, the world's out of a hole. Is it supposed to be at a hearing? Is that what the contract said? At or is he- it? Oh, oh at in, hearing. In his in hearing. His hearing. Yeah, he, right. has to, he, he has, has to, to be his, here. He has to come he, and get the baby. He has to hear his name. I have a stupid yes. Uh, I think I'm, I know what you're I, I don't know if say. it's traumatic for me to say it now, or but I might be wrong. So... Yeah, maybe they were trying to, you know, someone who was trying to build a a, a building that the might tallest. look like a huge vape. Yeah. Oh, is that, <laughs> on I, the I, skyline. I'm thinking different than you are. Oh, are you? I think so. What are you guys thinking? I don't have any I'm idea. I'm confused as well. <laughs> well, mine's very stupid. Mine's a very stupid joke. Uh, Go on. No, I don't think you know it. Okay, okay. I was about to say this is a very stupid joke. All right, but because this person was trying to build the tallest building yeah. in, in yeah. the city of Chicago, uh huh. still skin. God damn That's what that's I thought. Stupid. I, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, I just thought it was Donald Trump. Oh, okay. And that building does look like a giant vape. Yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> oh, uh, actually, that building does not exist in Game World. Oh, oh right, right, right. It's right, where right. all the uh, raw sewage of Chicago goes. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Yeah, very much yeah. sense. Uh, 
But so, like I said, it was a stupid joke. But. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not it. Okay. It's not. It's not. Well, we'll never know. It could be <laughs> until we say it to the thing and it doesn't work. <sighs> no, there's got to be some way to figure out this name. Well, on the story, she catches him dancing by the fire. Mm-hmm. So maybe we could go to the pit. Oh, where where they met? Yeah. Possible. That should probably be the next move, right? Yeah. He's gloating, and that's when mm-hmm. they hear that. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Well, so here's what you know. You know, the pit is probably a good option because that seems to be where he appeared first. Mm. You know that probably the midwife is going to show up at midnight and try to take the baby. Uh, Seems reasonable that she might know it. Uh, You also know one magic user who you haven't pissed off in Mm. town. Mm. Uh, There's John D. So. Those seem, knows like, who it is. those seem like your three best options. What time is it right now? Is it like five o'clock? Yeah, I'd say it's about five PM. Perfect. Oh, in, in, um, in game. <laughs> at about four fifty nine, mm-hmm. uh while this conversation is happening, Abe excuses himself to the restroom, takes out the obsidian mortar and pestle. Oh. And then takes out an obsidian flask. Interesting. And he looks at the obsidian mortal and pestle, his watch has a little alarm that goes off mm-hmm. and he opens up the flasks, the flask and takes a drink and then puts it back in his pocket. A few lines seem to recede off of Abe's face just as the sun sinks a little lower in the horizon. And he walks back out into the room. All right. He's like clockwork with going to the bathroom. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so when you get that age, it's important to be regular. <laughs> so Tamara is standing there and she's looking, she's holding both of these babies looking back and forth between them. And she says, what are you going to do? Yeah. Here would be my plan. If we, if, if we have these three options and we want to divide and conquer. Mm. You could go to... You could go to John D. You I have the connection. I think you're better for sneaking. So mm-hmm. see if you can overhear. At the pit. See what's and going on. I... Of the three of us, if he himself comes to claim the prize or if it's uh, her, I might be able... I imagine of the three, I could possibly talk guess her talk. out of it. So you guys are going to go three separate ways? Yeah. Sounds like it. All right. And as the sun is setting over over Chicago, you guys make your way off to your various destinations. And Vince, he gets ready for a visitor. I think we ought to follow Abe first and see what... Uh, Abe, you're going to... All right. Abe, you set off into the night to find John D. When last you saw him, he had been at your office dropping off a present, a gorilla's paw... Or an orangutan's paw. An orangutan's paw, because we already had a gorilla's paw. Right, which repossessed things. Yep. All right. Speaking of which, do you even have a Winnebago anymore? Because you had wished for a Winnebago, but you had previously had a Winnebago. No, uh, I do not have a Winnebago right now. It is. It has been impounded. However, Abe is taking the Clark bus to get to uh, Graceland Cemetery. All right. You reach Graceland Cemetery and find the gates very firmly closed. Uh, there is a night watchman standing there who will be played by CJ. Howdy. Hello. Uh, I was hoping I could get in and uh, pay my respects. Oh, I understand, but it's it's evening. We cr- try to keep it closed, you know, so kids don't run around. And... I get it, but you can see I'm not really a kid. I'm oh, going to go in there it. and I'm going to... Can... Oh, I'm sorry. The, the gate has to remain locked. Uh, okay. There's nothing that I can do to change your mind? I... I am here protecting those departed. I don't take a <coughs> bribe. Okay, Abe. <laughs> Abe pulls out his wallet, which is Velcro. <laughs> does it have? Does it have like a cool picture on it? Not at all. It's okay. just, it's like a Velcro old man wallet. Sure, sure, sure. Um, 
and opens it up. Quiet, quiet. I don't get, don't want to get I, busted. Okay, we're not going to bust. Don't worry. And looks in to see two crisp $5 bills when she pulls out and hands to the gentleman. The gentleman holds it up to light. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this will get you a half hour. Of don't do anything weird with the coffin. Wink, wink. Gross. <laughs> you bribed a cemetery. That is true. That is who, true. Who among us can glass cast stones in the glass houses of which we live? What, what's your name? My name is none of your business because okay. you could turn me in for taking bribes. No, I was just I, just, I just feel like you get me on a level that most people don't get me on. You know what? I think we sound kind of similar now. We do sound a little yeah, similar. All right, all right. Yeah, there's they've a little bit of, of They've sort of drifted we've together. together. <laughs> And Abe makes his way through the now unlocked gate to the manhole cover that houses John D's secret abode. Knock, knock, knock. Johnny, it's it's uh it's Abe. It screws down kind of like a kind of like a corkscrew, and Abe descends on it until he finds himself in the teapot room that John D inhabits. Oh, ooh la la. In the meantime, let's check in with the security guy. <laughs> he has a rich life where he reads mystery novels, and someday, someday he may write one. <laughs> he will have a heart attack far before then. <laughs> You've returned to the little teapot room. The walls are still covered in arching shelves and books in every known language, but now the room reeks of sulfur as John D. stands in the center of the room, dipping lead ingots into a bubbling pot and pulling out ingots of pure gold. He stands up and looks at you and goes, Abe! Hey, John. Abe, it turns out you do have to pay for groceries. Yes, that is true. Okay, sorry. I thought society had advanced so far that there was unlimited wealth and we could just walk in and take whatever we wanted. No, not there yet. Uh, You do know that you need actual currency and not just gold, right? I'm sorry? So those gold bars that you have right there, Uh you can't just give a gold bar to a... uh, to a cashier and expect them to know what to do with it. Oh... You know, for a guy who has spent a lot of time trying to figure out how to turn lead into gold. Yeah, it's not worthless. It's okay. Uh, so pretty much you just want to sell those gold bars to somebody. I don't even know who. There's a cash for gold place <laughs> okay, down the street. I should take these for, to a... I've seen it. The cash for gold. Yes, go to the cash for gold. I need cash for gold place looking for a podcast sponsorship. I think we have your mascot. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what brings you to the teapot? Yeah, uh, so, you know, we're on a case right now. Oh, fantastic. Uh, it, is, it has to do with some fairies. Oh, that's... Um, We've got we've got a Rumpelstiltskin on our hands. Oh, a classic Stiltskin. Yes, a classic Stiltskin. You know, I knew him. Did you? Yeah, I knew Stiltskin. W- was he a good dude? No, absolutely not. Okay, just constantly wondering. trying to steal babies. Yeah, well, I wasn't sure if like the baby thing was like that's like clearly evil, but I wasn't sure if he like was a violinist or something like that. Had something else going on for him. Nope, just a baby thief. Okay. Well, he spun spun like Hay into gold, right? I know, and he wouldn't tell me a damn thing about how it worked. <laughs> oh, boy. Prize what asshole. A jerk. <laughs> All right. Well, how can I help you? Well, so we've got a changeling baby on our hands. Really? Yes. Uh, we also have the human baby on our hands. What? We've got a human baby and a changeling baby on our hands right now. John D. runs over to the shelves and he starts pulling it out, down books, uh... And he is combing through them. Like, That's not good. That means that a, fa- a fake contract didn't go through. You're you're in sort of a legal, metaphysical limbo right now, my friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we're trying to figure out which one is the changeling baby, so we can get rid of it somewhere. And, 
and find out the uh, find out which one is the human baby. <sighs> That's the thing. There's absolutely no way to tell until they've reached maturity, and at that point, it's just too late. Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah that makes sense. They'll fuck off back to the fairy the fairy lands. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could help you. Do you have anything to go on about? I mean, uh, here's the thing, the Fae. Yeah. They're constantly making deals and contracts. It's the only way. It's their capitalism. They're constantly binding people into their, into these, they're binding each other into these contracts so that they can, that's how they, oh, I'm having a stroke. <laughs> John, take a seat. You're, you're looking sweaty and red. So, I just have been standing over this cauldron yeah. all night. Yeah. I've not been wearing a respirator. <laughs> Uh, yeah, take a seat, John. Do you, you need some tea? Do you want me to boil you, boil you some tea? Is that all right? Yeah, just don't use that pot. Okay, I won't. Abe <laughs> starts to like make some peppermint tea for the, for the two of them. Abe, I have good news and I have bad news. Okay, I'd like to hear the bad news first, so that I can end on a good news. I'm going to need twenty years of your life. What's the good news? All right, well, see, that it's important, I think, that we should start with the good news because it's very connected to the bad news. Okay, that's fine. Okay, here's the thing. I can tell, I can help you try to figure out who the current fairies are who are active in the mortal realm, but we're going to have to gamble for it. So here's the thing, All right. John. How old do you think I am? Oh. How oh, old do I look? Oh, is this a trap? This isn't a trap. I swear it's not a trap. Okay. Uh, let's see. Divide by three. Multiply by six. <laughs> sure. uh, I'd, I'd peg you around 120. Okay, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's way more accurate than I thought I was going to be. So you know, uh, you know that I've been doing some life-extending magic stuff. You do know I am from... I know. Yeah. 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 Uh, so I'm a little worried. I'm already a little worried about how long I've got left. I know. But here's the thing. When you're dealing with fake contracts, you have to be willing to barter that which is most precious to you. For us, guys like us, that is years on our life. <sighs> 20 years? We have, I can give it to you, but it has to be, here's the thing. We could just do a flat exchange. You give me 20 years. I give you the names of the fairies that are currently active in the mortal realm. Or we could gamble for it, which seems a little more fair because I want to help you out. And so we're getting in contact with... Some fairies, then. I have the knowledge, but I cannot give it to you unless we are bartering with that which is most precious to us. Okay. Yeah, I'm not crazy about it either. Okay, sure. We'll we'll gamble with this. Now, I, I, I don't know if I should even say this or not, because uh -huh. if I say this, then it might mess with that whole what's most precious to us uh -huh. situation. But can you teach me some stuff about what has kept you alive for so long, and then maybe I can use some of that? Maybe. It's a... There are other processes you have to go through. Okay. It ha it has a lot to do with why Edward and I don't get along. I don't know about it. And his face sort of melts as he drifts back into reminiscence. And we cut over to Sassy. Sassy, uh, you're making your way along downtown Chicago. You've just come up from the L. Uh... When suddenly you hear a voice behind you, hey, ah, sassy, and you turn around and hiss directly into the face of Brent Braun, who has his uh, hands on his knees and is panting deeply. Sassy, why? Why, sassy, why? What do you, what's up? You stole the babies. I specifically no, I asked you not to take no, the babies. I didn't. Sassy, I Where are the babies? 
Wait, you didn't what take... did you do with the babies? <laughs> I oh no, I lost the babies. Brent. Oh no, what hell, man. What are we gonna tell the family? Says he's gaslighting Brent. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, Sassy! I thought you were my only hope. I I thought I knew where they were. And how thought... did you find me? You can't find the babies, but you can find me. I've just been running around downtown. Oh, Brent, go find those babies, guy. Oh, God, where are you going? Help me. Oh, I I can't. I have. It's really personal. Um, I'm meeting a lover that I'm really embarrassed about. So you can't come. Why are you so embarrassed? Look, I just I don't want to get into it right now. Love is complicated. He's not swole, and it's oh, super. Thing. That's so weak. Yeah, I know, right? Don't tell anyone, okay? And I won't tell anyone that you lost these babies. Oh God, I lost them. Oh, I had one that I shouldn't have, and then I have none. It's the worst possible scenario. I fucked up in both ways. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Both Brent. ways you could fuck this up. Oh, Brent, I. Hey, good Godspeed, guy, okay? Okay. I'm gonna go. Can you just stay with me for a little bit? Can I walk with you? <laughs> and that, like I said, I just can't let you see how scrawny my liver is. Like, <laughs> Alright, I want so you to roll to see if you can shake Brent. Fun. Yeah, I think he is desperate, you're silver-tongued, they cancel each other out, let's see how you do. That is a yes, but. but. Alright, you know what? As far as you know... You've completely shaken Brent Braun. He goes, I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, good luck with your unswole lover. Just know there's somebody swole out there for you. Yeah. I'll be seeing you. And he fades back into the crowd. <laughs> he just, okay, he can fade if he really needs to. Brent was a ghost the Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoy the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. Your review helps other people find our show. And if you really enjoy the show, consider supporting us and all the other great shows on Arcade Audio by going to patreon.com slash arcade audio. Write to us on Twitter at Lakeshore Limbo, all one word, or at lakeshoreandlimbo at gmail.com. Sassy is played by Tina Arfay. Find her on Twitter at TinaHasTweets. Vincent is played by CJ Tour. Find him on Twitter at CJTour. Abe was played by Nathan Kaplan. Find him on Twitter at Nathan Kaplan. Everyone else was played by me, James Harvey Freely. Find me on Twitter at SlouchyTheLion. This work is based on Foo, the freeform universal RPG. Found at http colon forward slash forward slash NathanRussell.net slash Foo by Nathan Russell. And licensed for our use under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 Unported License. This episode was recorded at the I.O. Theater. The I.O. Theater is home to Chicago's best improv comedy with shows seven nights a week. They offer classes in improv, writing, and more. Visit ioimprov.com for a full schedule. Our cover art is by Megan McHugh. You can see her work at artstation.com slash snippersar. Our music was created by John Monteverde. You can find his work at johnmonteverde.com. Uh, hold on, we're counting down. Okay, so CJ, you wanted to complain on air? Go ahead. Just real fast. I took the physical attribute of beautiful, and I keep running into people who are more attractive than me. Has that ever been a case where my ability is that I am the beautiful person in the room? Uh, well, <laughs> I mean, there are just, it's, I, my imagination is beautiful. That's the problem. Oh, oh I see. 
I have a question God that it, this may get this may get edited out, which I'm okay with. Uh, is there a level up situation that's going to happen at some point in time? Uh, there are there is no level up, but you can Shit. get stuff, and you can uh, you know you can increase your chances that way. You can sort of build your actual resources in real life. Gotcha. Can I yeah. take? A night class to improve myself. Yes, yes, you can. Yeah, this is a little bit... Uh, Foo is cool because it's structured more like your characters are, for instance, like an Indiana Jones. Like, mm-hmm. you sort of stay the same. Gotcha. Uh, you know, badass dude that we all know and love throughout mm-hmm. the duration. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay, I have a question. Yes. How are you? I'm doing good. I was a little <laughs> scared when I, you know, got here and there wasn't a mixing board. Sure. Uh, but we figured it out in about half an hour, which for learning a new recording, you know, system is not bad. Really excited to reschedule the session when... <laughs> when it all turns out bad. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. All right, let's get this dress Real, underway. <laughs> Real thrilled to have to go back and rewrite everything that happens. So. <laughs> all right. Which is great. We're going to learn all the mysteries. And then when we record, it's like, I have a feeling <laughs> that the events will go precisely as follows. You guys don't get a script for what the mysteries are? You guys, you guys don't have a script? What was that? Oh. Are you guys not reading the scripts that I send you? <laughs> It is absolutely necessary for the peace and safety of mankind that some of Earth's dark, dead corners and unplumbed depths be let alone, lest sleeping abnormalities wake to resurgent life, to newer and wider conquests. H.P. Lovecraft But what if the worst should happen, and these words go unheeded? The darkness deepens, but you'll find you're not alone with the Lovely Craftians, a Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast, available at lovelycraftianspodcast.com or your favorite podcasting app. We all roll for sanity together here. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.